the president and alternate governor of the Toronto Maple Leafs, Brendan Shanahan, joins us. So, first of all, it, it means nothing, I'm sure, but congratulations on changing the logo. And I'm intrigued by the genesis of thought in this decision to change. Is it anything more, Brendan, than, well, you got a 100-year anniversary coming up next year? It was purely because I anticipated it would make you happy, Bob. Thank you so much. It's And you did an excellent job. <laughs> Well, it is. It's very familiar. The change is subtle in terms of the history. Like, if you go back and look at that logo up till 67 or whenever it was, it's it's not identical, but it's very similar to that. It it has historic references in terms of the 31 and the uh, 13 and all the other stuff, which also reminds me, you're going to add branches if you win another Stanley Cup? Uh, like a bit, uh, yeah, absolutely. That's, okay. We have, thir- we have 13 veins on the upper part. And, right. Um, yeah, um, Plenty of room, uh, hopefully, to add more veins. Okay, good. But why? That, 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 and that's been discussed. That oh, it was, was uh, huh? You know, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, when you say you've got 13 uh, veins on the upper part of the leaf, um, certainly the goal is and the hope is to add more uh, over 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 time. But, you know, it was – I remember as – obviously, word got out that we were looking to, um, you know, change our logo and – once you go through a process like this, you've got to go to the league and you've, you've got to get other people involved. And so um, me not being here when the Raptors did this uh, a couple of years ago, I had the people at MLSC just sort of say all the things that possibly they would have done better when they went through it with the Raptors. And one of them was that, you know, it leaks out and all of a sudden other people are delivering the news for you. So it's a little strange in the mid, just a little past the midpoint of the season for us to be making this announcement. But um, if we didn't take control of the message and, and, and release it at this point here, um, some people were already starting to leak things out. And, right. and like I said, when it's not in your control anymore, um, that was that was something that we wanted. We wanted to be able to tell our players first. We wanted to be able to tell our alumni first. We wanted to be able to tell our fans first. And and it was like I said, and I've said it a couple times today, um, you know, when word got out that we were changing it, I, I thought, well, it, it, probably the prevailing sentiment when people actually see what we're going to do is, oh, wow, all that fuss over this. It, it's really some, something very similar to what the original Maple Leaf looked like. And and that's precisely what we were going for. I, we asked ourselves the same question when I came in last year. I said, you know, such a beautiful logo when, when they started, when Con Smythe changed this. Um, why, did they, why did they ever go to the you know, the logo that I grew up on, you know, it's not like a bad logo, but I, I, I love the original more. And Me too. the more we talked about it as an organization and the more we talked about all the little things that we do, look, changing our logo is not going to win us a Stanley cup, but we, we do believe in lots of little things matter. And, um, you know, Mike and Lou have done a great job this year in changing the culture of the dressing room and changing the work ethic on the ice. And we thought that we want to be, you know, when we start to tell ourselves and tell others what it means to be a Maple Leaf, and we looked at our history, it's guys like Sillaps and Teeter Kenny and George Armstrong from that era that that we want to set the bar with them and we want people to aspire in the future to be as, you know, have that same sort of uh, championship pedigree. Now, I have not seen anything other than the Maple Leaf itself. Uh, will you make other changes to the uniform? 
Um, yeah, there, there's, but but nothing again. It's I think people are going to like what we've done. Uh, it's it's simple, it's clean, and it's about it's about the logo. Um, or as Con Smythe called it when he when he first talked about his inspiration from from soldiers that he had fought in World War One with, uh, the badge, you know, and he 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 called it the badge, and he wanted his hockey team to have the same sort of pride, honor, and courage as the people that he fought. Uh, in the First World War with. Mm. And he wanted it to be Canada's team and be represent, have the Maple Leaf on the front. So um, I, I I believe that fans will be just as happy with the rest of the sweater it's, uh, as um, as they were with the logo itself. Um, and we wanted it to really be about the Maple Leaf. It's, it's you know, we wanted that to be the focus, the, the you know, what's on the front of your jersey. Would you categorize the other changes as yet unseen, by me at least, as subtle? Yes, I would say they're subtle. I'm, I, like I said, I, I think that um, I think you know people will be happy with what they see. Brendan, did you have to uh, educate yourself a lo- uh, to a to degree to to kind of really feel confident and authoritative making this decision? When did you really? I mean, I knew you grew. You grew up here. You're a Leaf fan. We know all that. But to actually mm. kind of dig into the archives or have people kind of walk you through some of the, the history, uh, what was that experience like for you? Well, I would say that absolutely. The answer, short answer is absolutely. And since I've been here, um, you know, you hear about these names, uh, you know, like I mentioned, uh, Sil Apps and Teeter Kennedy. And um, it, I always say that going through this, the Legends Row process is really – uh, help me sort of bring those names to life. Even just recently, like David Keon, like I, I remember him as a Leafs captain, but I really didn't know how how good he was. And and because I I sort of remember him at the tail end. Like I remember like Daryl Sittler, like that was my era. You know, right. Boris Salming, Ian Turnbull. You know, I um I, I remember being at an All Star game in '96 and. Lanny and Daryl uh, were coming on the ice for an alumni group as I was going off the ice with, with our practice. And I went over and I had a photo taken with them. And I said, it has been my dream to push Daryl Thompson off your line and play with the two of you. So let's take a photo. <laughs> and uh, so those are the guys I knew, but it's been a real pleasure for me getting to know the, the real facts about just last couple of weeks ago, like how Dave Keon played against Montreal and what he actually did in elimination games and things like that, that, that this guy that, you know, averaged five minutes of penalties per year was called a, a fierce bulldog. So um, when it came to doing this sort of thing, yeah, I didn't do it by myself. I did it with a lot of people in the organization. Um, I talked to a lot of alumni about what, what it meant to them and, and who meant a lot to them as Leafs. I didn't tell them that we were also thinking about changing the logo, but you started, the more people that you talked to that, love Toronto and in that the Maple Leaf meant something to them. You got a sense of, you know, where it really started and who we would all love to emulate and what era we would all love to emulate. Just a little uh, left turn here to talk, talk about hockey. It's been, last night, Kadri, we had another really, another in a long string of really solid performances. It was only about a year ago, right? You had that handed down that suspension and, you know, the, the circumstances remain pretty vague about it but if you just to take yourself back that year when you gave him the three games and the way he's performed seemingly week by week he's gotten better would you have seen this 
um, you know, March of 2015, where he is now in February of 2016? Well, I had said at the time that one of the reasons why I was sitting him down and I wasn't sweeping it under the rug was was hopefully to get him to change once and for all. And I think the easiest thing for us to have done and the and also the worst thing for us to have, have done for Nazem Kadri's development would have been to sweep it under the rug. If we just wanted to um, move on, if we didn't care about him, um, the best thing would have been for us to keep it quiet and try and try and move him. But uh, I had said at the time that, that I felt he was an important part of the future. And, um, you know, I had hoped to make some changes over the, over the off season. I did, I brought in some, I, you know, I, a great coaching staff. I thought I, I think that that is doing a, a really good job um, in in changing the way that some of our players play. And then Lou. Um, uh, so I, I guess I'd just say that that I had hoped he would respond positively, and so far he's responded uh, very positively. So I'm very pleased with that. And and, and I'll be. And I said at the time as well. It, it happened to me. I mean, there's. <laughs> You know, I was young and immature as a player in the Devils as well, and Lou sat me down for three games for for missing a practice or being late for a morning skate. So um, it's really not about uh, avoiding or hiding from adversity. It's what what do you learn from what what do you how do you come out of it? So um, really pleased with Nas so far. Um, last question because I know you got to run, um, and it's it's one that I I I ask very rarely because. Um, it's very difficult to get an honest answer. And you have to be in a certain situation to even ask the question. But quite frankly, the Toronto Maple Leafs are in this situation. As you sit there as the president uh, up in the in the box and watch games, how do you stop yourself from hoping for losses? <laughs> I mean, because the reality is you've painted you've painted the picture very effectively for this marketplace. We're going to change it. It's going to take time. There's going to be pain. You and your head coach and everybody in the front office has painted the same picture. And I think for the first time in my memory, and I've lived here virtually all my life, fans have bought into that notion. There's no yelling and screaming over the way this team is playing. But the truth of the matter is, in order for you, the Toronto Maple Leafs, to be as good as you can be as quickly and as effectively as you can be, you would like to have the highest draft choice you could get. Winning doesn't achieve that how do you deal with that conundrum well it's it's a great question because i think a lot of people asked me that question at the beginning of the season uh, even people who work within you know mlse not even with the hockey uh team they're just saying I, i'm just not sure what what am i rooting for and i said you know we're 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 going to be who we are going to be and and you know if 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 the process of development happens quicker under mike then then that's where we are like we'll We'll uh, we'll find players later in the draft. I mean, uh, Detroit has found a way to do it uh, over the years. I, I think Dylan Larkin was their highest draft pick since Mario Lapointe. They took him 15th overall. He's, he's pretty good okay. too. Yeah, he's pretty yeah, good. So, so uh, we like our scouting staff. Um, the, the the real honest truth is, we we're realistic guys. We we understand that that um, we were moving last summer um, our most our leading goal scorer um, that we've got some young players we like in the system that aren't quite ready yet for the NHL and they're thriving with the Marlies and they're thriving in uh, other cities but while the game is on we're just like the fans we want to win 
And so there's there's no I, I don't feel bad at all for getting mad when we don't win. And Mike is the same and Lou is the same and we wouldn't be who we are. We can we can take a step back and, and sort of make plans in the summer and, and sort of take a long view uh approach and, and our fans have been great about buying into what we're doing here. Um but but if if we were numb to losing, we wouldn't be the people that we we are. Understood. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we you know I've got I have a lot of bad language in the while I'm in that box watching <laughs> games, you know. But um, it doesn't it doesn't change our vision. But but you know that's just who we are. That's who Mike is. That's that's who we all are. We're competitive. We want to win. We also are going to stick with our vision. Uh, Brendan, uh, congratulations on the change in the logo. Uh, you couldn't have done a better job, and uh, we thank you very much for taking a few minutes for us uh, tonight. We hope to see you soon. Thank you again. Thanks, Bob. Thanks, Michael. Brendan Shanahan, the president and alternate governor of the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs.